Hi, it's Molly. I just wanted to take a moment to say thank you. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of the Excel Books Podcast. I believe you're in for a treat. So without further ado, let's get right into the episode. Hey, hey, welcome back to the Excel Books Podcast. It's your favorite host, Molly. On my show, we like to talk about work, family, and life. Uh, y'all know what my channel's about. You know what it's about. So I'm just going to hop right in because this is on my heart. I have to get it out. Uh, it's, it's eating me alive. I can't, I can't take it no more. But I'm going to start by saying I have my favorite special guest with me. I've got my baby, my hubby, my developer, my amazing VP, Mr. Steve. Say Yes. Recording artist extraordinaire. He does it all, ladies and gentlemen, all of it. So, we got to talk to you about something. This happens to me often, often in business. And this is specifically for people either in business or people who want to be in business. And I need you to hear this pain because it needs to happen. And hopefully you'll learn something out of it. So, what are we talking about today? We're talking about business lingo. I know you're like, I don't don't need to learn lingo. I know how to run my business. It has nothing to do with if you think you know how to run your business. I'm talking about communication between you, your client, and the people that do the legwork in your business. So let me give you an example of this, this, this challenge that I have. So I have Awesome Steve who can design anything. This man could make anything. If I were to give him the proper instructions or not even the instructions, the properly worded request. And the results results may vary. And the (laughs) results may vary. Yes, results may vary. And, um, sorry, we had to attack something just now. Um, Results may vary, but if I were to tell Steve, and I'm sitting in the living room and we have nothing, and I say, Steve, I need something for my TV to go on. And the remotes and stuff. Now, I know probably the proper term is entertainment center. But at the time, I don't know what that word is. At the time of the conversation, all I know is Steve is here. He makes stuff. I'm going to tell him I want him to make stuff. So I'm like, Steve, make something that the TV goes on. And he's going to say, okay. And he goes and and he starts spouting words to me that my brain is not processing. He'll be like, oh, I need, so you want, you want a console, an entertainment console. I'm like, a what? You know, entertainment console. No, no, I don't. I want something that the TV goes on. We're speaking the same thing, but I'm not using the right words. Now, it's one thing if you're just talking with your mate or your friend, but when you start talking to clients, there's a whole nother language that happens here. Your client doesn't speak developer. Your client doesn't speak administration. They don't speak designer. They speak client. And when they speak client, sometimes it makes no sense. So I'm going to give you an example of something that happened. So I remember this happened to me twice. I had a client a few weeks ago that said, I want... They said, I want a flyer. And I'm thinking, when I think flyer, 
I'm thinking flyer that you print out and you pass out to people. But this particular client was not thinking flyer. They were thinking poster, which is a completely different thing. It's a completely different size measurement. It's a completely different, uh, you know, way that you have to build it out for printing and vectoring images. Like, it's completely different. And it took me, like, three weeks to really understand what she was asking for. And so one day, I said, can you show me? Like, we're having conversations, calls, in-person meetings. I'm like, okay, I designed it. She said, no, but I want a flyer. And I'm like, this is a flyer. No, that's not what I'm saying. And I'm like, okay, can you show me an, uh, an example of what it is you're referring to? Because I'm hearing flyer. I'm relaying it to my awesome developer, Steve. He makes me a beautiful flyer. And a client is like, that is not what I asked for at all. And I'm like, what are you talking about? It wasn't until I go into their, their office and they pull up their phone and they show me a picture of this gigantic poster that's framed on a wall in somebody's studio. I was like, that is not a flyer. That is a poster. Now I can talk to that client that way. So let's start with what you don't say to your client. <laughs> Make sure you have equity with your client before you talk to them any old kind of way. Don't go to your client and be like, that's not what you use. Be nice to your clients because they speak client. They don't speak business. Um, but this client, I can talk to her like that. And I said, okay, this is not a flyer. She said, what do you mean? That's a flyer. No, that's a poster. You do realize the difference, right? Kind of. I'm like, okay, we're not even going to go there. All right. Poster, got it. Posters, whole different price. Poster, less quantity. Like, it's different. So I found myself in this situation because of not knowing what this client meant with flyer. When I had another client in a recent meeting, and they said, hey, um, how's the flyer going? And I really got confused because I no longer knew what the right answer was. Because before I had met this client, I had another client, when they said flyer, they meant social media post. So when they said, well, why isn't the flyer done? And I'm like, I don't know what you mean when you say flyer. Like, please tell me what you mean by flyer. And so I'm going to stop yapping for a minute. I'm going to ask my hubby to, to, to chime in on this because he... He can explain it so much better than me. Babe, do you want to explain why the lingo matters? No. No? Ah! Yes, absolutely. So, um, to your point, you got confused by a number of cultural different words for nothing that you were talking about. So you have to hold on to that whole Webster's Dictionary version of the definition that you know, your flyer. No matter what forms or other variations might be out there for the idea of a flyer, a flyer is a flyer, a poster is a poster, a web, a Facebook post is a Facebook post. Post, posters, flyers, now are all different. Now the lingo is important because as you alluded to earlier that there's different quantities there's different dimension sizes you know there's the layout choices that are different you know even if it's different between a flyer to a poster you might be using different material different cardstock different papers um all of 
these things do matter for the person that's actually making it more so than the end user but it's still nevertheless important to know what you're in for you wouldn't ask someone to go get me some food from sonics and then just say i'm good but then you come back with a foot long hot dog and they're like i don't eat hot dogs uh you just said you wanted sonics mm, that's good so when trying to get back what you're <laughs> when trying to get back a certain thing is very important to be as positively descriptive as possible again i say positively descriptive just sitting there all day long talking about what you don't want mm. sometimes is not very helpful tell me what you do want what are you looking for hop on one foot bark bark like a dog what are we trying to do here tell you what i want what i really really want yes. and then you can get it yes oh my goose that's that's some good stuff so can i just ask for sonics now sure i want sonics okay you can get a hot dog i don't like hot dogs we can have Anything else in the menu, then? You just have to say what it is. Oh, no, it's on the menu. Oh. I mean, you give me a whole list, and I'm not going to remember any of the lists that you tell me after you tell me. That's what it's like talking to a client some days. And <laughs> I mean this well because I know the pain. I know the pain. But you got to have mercy with your clients. They don't They don't mean to confuse you. They're, they think they're telling you what you need to know. You just have to have enough patience to understand and ask the right questions so that you get the right results. I'm going to take a real quick break. When we come back, I'm going to tell you some questions you should ask to help get the right answer from your client. And some a few words that you might not know mean a different thing in the world of client. We'll be back. Hey, hey, welcome back from the break. Um, so we were talking about business lingo and how when you talk to a client and then you talk to the people on your team doing the work, there could be a whole lot of language interpretations. Um, I want to try to help you ease that stress in your own life, uh, in your own business by giving you a couple of tips. So first things first, whenever possible, get a image example from your customer. This will solve like 95% of your issues because then you're not asking certain questions. You don't have to see what do they mean. If you at least get a picture, then you at least have the framework example of what they actually want to do. That mean they want it exactly like the picture they showed you, but at least you know, okay, they're showing me a picture of a bedroom, so I don't need to design something for a kitchen, you know, or they're showing me a Instagram post. So that means I don't need to design a flyer. Um, you know, those will give you the right, the right, uh, point you in the right direction. There's also a couple of other questions you could ask that help you. And I'm actually going to brag on my hubby here, who's going to give you these expert tips. Um, who had the, the, the honor of working with um, Web.com and some other really prestigious places. And so he actually knows a few little tips to help you ask the right questions and figure out what the client means when they say that. 
So you want to give us some tips, Mr. Expert? <laughs> or wait a minute, did I say the right word? Is tips the right word? Sure. We'll Woo. go with that. That sounds like good lingo. Tips. So here uh, on today on translating the client, we shall go over a little bit of what the client might say and what some people in the industry might believe it might mean. So stuff clients might say. Again, all this is something that was brought to you by uh, the wonderful people at uh, PlutoWebDesigns.com. This is where I got my reference from. I do. I make sure to show my homework. All right. Stuff clients might say. If something wants to be made to look more luxurious. A lot of times that could mean wide, thin fonts, all caps, something very clear and businessy like. As we ran into this earlier, when someone says, it's not popping for me, brighter and bolder, add shadows behind it. You know, this is when you need to start using your highlights and outliners. And depending on what program you're using, a border or a stroke, depending on what you have. So you don't have a stroke, I guess, probably. If someone's telling you you've made a design for them and it just looks like a bunch of font, or they just want something that looks like font, well, a lot of times you understand that means your Burger Kings, your McDonald's. Then you need to be able to understand, you know, hopefully you already had the font discussion with your client. If not, we'll, we'll do that on a different episode. Um, my all-time favorite one is that when the client says, I know what I want when I see it, that means they don't. They're lying. They don't know what they need. Uh, when someone's like, say, make it look friendly. Use boldish, cursive fonts. Not Comic Sans, but something stylish. Like what your fourth grade teacher would have made you practice doing your cursive with. But legible. Um, then you go on to a host of other things. If someone's asked you to make it look retro, to make it look classy, to make it look sleek, um, all of these things could mean something, but what never means anything is when someone says something, Hey, could you just jazz it up for me? That means nothing. That doesn't mean anything. They need to find a new word. Jazz is a type of music genre, not a font style. Um, with that, uh, that's what we have for you this week. Uh, tune in next time for further episodes of Translating the Client. Thank you. Thank you so much. We definitely need that education. Whew. Um, I hope that helps you all. Um, I'll leave one last tip. One last tip. If you're like, okay, I'm not dealing with a the font. They won't give me a picture. You know, but they're talking about something that you've already started to design or build or make for them. Ask them to point to the exact thing or say, you know, or actually read something that they see on what it is you design so that you can find out what it is they're referring to. You know, figure out what they're referring to. Their commentary on it's going to have absolutely no value because to Steve's point, they could say jazz it up. But if you don't know, don't know what the it is, um, you're going to be spinning your wheels. So define the it, what is it and then dig. All right. So I hope you guys enjoyed that. Um, a lot shorter than what we're used to, but we've got a lot of work to do. And I just wanted to put that little nugget in there for you. 
Enjoy the rest of your Saturday. Hope you're having a wonderful St. Patty's weekend, that your lots of uh, luck is going on, and that you're super duper blessed. Until next time, take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Excel Books Podcast with Molly. You can find more helpful resources and services at xclbooks.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, please send us a message at xelbooks.com or email xelbooks at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Join us again next time for more tips on work, family, and life.